The purpose of this podcast is to educate and inform. It is no substitute for professional care by your doctor or your qualified healthcare professional. Never disregard or delay professional medical advice because of something you've heard on this podcast or in any linked material. Guests who speak on this podcast express their own opinions, experience, and conclusions. Dr. Shirley neither endorses nor opposes any particular opinion discussed on this podcast. The views expressed on this podcast have no relation to those of any academic, hospital, practice, institution, or other entity with which Dr. Shirley may be affiliated. Welcome to Forever Fab, the podcast on fashion, the art of living, and all things beauty. This podcast is curated by Dr. Shirley Madir, MD, as the definitive source of holistic wellness through beauty. Hey everyone, it's Dr. Shirley. Welcome to 15 Minutes of Fab, a segment of the Forever Fab podcast where I review products, services, experiences, and frankly, whatever, (laughs) in 15 minutes or less. If the full-length podcast is a couture dress, for example, then 15 Minutes of Fab is like a button-down French cuff white shirt paired with leather leggings. If you don't have time to tune into the full-length podcast, then check out 15 Minutes of Fab, just a small dose. Some have considered it truth and beauty or plastic surgery secrets or as a nerdy or academic take on wellness and beauty with a dash of fashion. Consider it what you may. My aim is to engage you as a credible and authoritative voice in most, most, if not all aspects of beauty and wellness with a dash of fashion. That includes products, wellness services, technologies, innovations, new scientific research, and plastic surgery. As the founder of Holistic Plastic Surgery, my approach to beauty is through a lens of wellness that's grounded in science, backed by medical study and research, strengthened by my clinical experience, and bolstered by my surgical training with the use of principles and techniques of plastic surgery. And then there's my love of fashion. Of course, I feel uniquely qualified to talk with you about beauty, wellness, aesthetics, and plastic surgery, as well as products and services within those spaces, not only because of my extensive, and may I add expensive training and expansive background, but also because I'm one of you. Many of the human issues around aging and being being a fierce fab person, as well as an agent for positive change. I live these too, and I try. You're not alone. So together we can help the world become a more beautiful, forever fab place. So if you'll have me and give me at least 15 minutes of your time, let's get at it. In this new year, I've decided that it will be one of expansion and discovery. So I'll explore all sorts of topics, near and possibly far-fetched, while still focusing on the topics that make the forever fab podcast, well, fabulous, namely fashion, the art of living well or wellness and beauty. As part of my philosophy of holistic plastic surgery, which I created well over probably now 15 years ago, where I believe that beauty emanates from within, wellness plays an integral role in my practice. And this goes for many aspects of life that help you to live in grace and beauty, including nutrition, exercise, product services, technologies, mind, body, spirit, and science. The title 
of today's episode of 15 Minutes of Fab on the Forever Fab podcast is Brown Matters Part 2, Biohacking Fat for Weight Loss. Did you know that you have two types of fat and they both do two different things? In part one of this episode of 15 Minutes of Fab on the Forever Fab podcast, I discussed how in this age of frenzied and medically assisted weight loss, I thought it was important to briefly review what we're gaining, what we're losing, and how to manage your weight sustainably. In today's episode, I will review some of those points from part one and talk about some of the exciting research about biohacking brown fat for weight loss. So let's review. Fat makes up a certain percentage of our body, some more than others. The general sentiment among the public is that fat is a bad thing, and in fact, this is not the case. Fat has important functions in our body. For one, it helps to keep us warm. It also physically protects some organs, stores calories for energy, and plays a role in some hormone production. Did you know that you have two types of fat? The most most common fat found in the body is what's known as white fat, and actually it sometimes appears yellow in color. But this type of fat is predominantly responsible for energy or calorie storage. So it's a relatively, you know, stagnant, just kind of sitting there doing its thing tissue, according to what we currently know. Future research may show that white fat has many other functions. The second type of fat is brown fat, and this is involved in heat production or thermoregulation, and it also assists in metabolism, but it's found in much smaller amounts in the human body. According to the National Institutes of Health, or NIH, quote, Brown fat breaks down blood sugar, or glucose, and fat molecules to create heat and help maintain body temperature. Cold temperatures activate brown fat, which leads to various metabolic changes in the body. Most of our fat, however, is white fat, which stores extra energy. Too much white fat builds up in obesity, end quote. As such, while white fat sits there doing its thing, Brown fat is metabolically active, so brown fat is metabolic and it's dynamic. When it comes to weight loss, what role does metabolism even play? Isn't weight loss simply a matter of optimizing your metabolism? And what is metabolism anyway? Many use that word, it's everywhere. But what does metabolism really involve? Again, according to the NIH, quote, Metabolism involves the chemical reactions that break down the food we eat into sugars, fats, and amino acids. We then use those compounds for energy to power our bodies. They may also be used to build new cell structures and machinery. Metabolism can be impacted by many factors, such as diet, genes, the environment, and daily activity, end quote. I may also add that metabolism can be impacted by lifestyle and epigenetics. So metabolism is a complex process that itself involves a number of chemical pathways in the aim of managing the energy that's needed to maintain the normal functioning of our physiology. As I mentioned, brown fat is different from white fat as far as what we know. Brown fat is primarily involved in heat creation and burning calories. It's dynamic. White fat also has larger droplets to store fats or lipids, while brown fat has smaller droplets for storage. But brown fat has greater numbers of mitochondria, and the mitochondria are the engines of the cells. 
Those are the energy centers. The research on brown fat certainly is not extensive, nor is it definitive. In fact, it's relatively new. But what is known about brown fat is that when it's activated, and typically it's activated by exposure to cold temperatures, it is signaled to burn calories. That's exciting. And this is the basis of the biohack. Trigger the calorie burning by exposure to cold. So if I sit in the cold, (laughs) I would burn more calories, probably because I'd be shivering my bum off. (laughs) It sounds simple, right? But is it practical? Is it readily accessible? Is it comfortable? Maybe not. The research sounds promising nonetheless. But how do we activate brown fat to stimulate weight loss for those of us who are looking to do so? We're all born with brown fat, but as with many other helpful tissues in the body, we lose it as we age. Sadly, and again, like many other tissues in the body, we cannot create brown fat. You get what you get. You've got your allotment. Do what you, what you will with it, and that's it. But what the exciting preliminary research shows is that brown fat may be activated to help achieve weight loss goals in a number of ways, right? And if you can't activate it per se, again, typically by cold weather, then you might be able to transform or modify your currently existing white fat and have that be converted to the more dynamically, metabolically active brown fat. Well, how can this be done? One way is diet. There is data to suggest that some spices, namely turmeric and curcumin, and spicy foods containing capsaicin may lead to the browning of white fat. And this is a process called oxidation. Also, ingredients such as resveratrol, which is commonly found in wine, and green tea may have a similar effect. There are foods that may trigger calorie burning, and these are called thermodynamic effective foods, or TDFs, or foods with high thermic effect. And some of these foods that may trigger caloric burning include lean meats, low-fat dairy, eggs, high-quality fish, nuts and seeds, avocados, green tea, as I mentioned previously, dark chocolate, coffee, chili peppers, beans and legumes, whole grains, and sweet potatoes. Of course, more research is needed to substantiate the claims of dietary effects on brown fat or the dietary, whether or not something that you could eat can actually convert you know, white fat to brown, more research is needed. But boy, oh boy, (laughs) that would be awesome. Okay, here's another way that you may be able to either activate your brown fat or more likely, you know, convert your white fat to brown fat. And that's through supplements. And there's a source called everydayhealth.com where this is detailed quite well. So another possible way to activate fat may be through oral over-the-counter supplements. And in particular, these include kudzu flower oil, ginseng, quercetin, which is found in many fruits and vegetables if you don't want to take a supplement, propolis, and olerupain, I can't say that, O-L-E-U-R-O-P-E-I-N, anyway, that's found in green olives. Of course, as with all things you put into your body, discuss these with your physician. Because while you may be looking for one benefit of 
you know, activating your brown fat or converting your white fat to brown fat, it could be that some of these plant-based supplements could have other effects that may be deleterious to your health. So please, before taking supplements, consult with your physician. Okay, here's another way. Exercise. Of course, I was going to mention exercise. I can't leave that out. (sighs) Sadly, though, exercise will not, I repeat, exercise will not convert white fat to brown fat. (laughs) But nevertheless, my goodness, exercise will improve your overall health lower your cardiac risk, and lead to better, better fat distribution around your body. So bonus all around. And also, according to this particular article, where I think I also got this uh, info from everydayhealth.com, exercise may create a change from fat storage to fat metabolism. But of course, this too requires more data. Still, there's hope. What about that cold exposure I mentioned earlier? So exposure to cold activates, truly activates brown fat. And this means a brisk winter walk, an occasional ski vacation, or regular cryotherapy sessions. If you have access to any of those things, not my favorite. None of those, you know, is my favorite, especially as a woman of Caribbean descent. But in general, it may be beneficial to acclimate your body to the cold, especially, you know, if you believe that The cold can actually help you to lose weight. It may be worth a try. Other things. So during my uh, web search through the scientific literature and just, you know, general information, I was looking for ways to biohack for weight loss in general. And I found these tips, albeit some of them unfounded and unproven, and frankly, a couple of them sound a bit off, frankly. But I'm going to tell you about them anyway because I find a few of them interesting. So here's one. This one doesn't work for me and not quite sure how it would work except perhaps by making you feel ill. But anyway, (laughs) drinking diluted vinegar. I could understand, you know, adding some vinegar to cooked food, but drinking diluted vinegar does not sound safe and healthy to me. It's out there, folks. Here's another way. Eating a healthy high-protein breakfast right? There's a reason why they say breakfast is, you know, the most important meal of the day. Another way, caloric deficit. Now this is traditional tried and true, right? You either take in less or you keep taking in what you take in, but you expend more, right? You get rid of those calories more, you burn more energy, you exercise more, you do high intensity interval training, right? Or you, you fast, intermittent fast, caloric deficit. Another method, diet diversity. Now, this is a sort of standard for the blue zones. If you've ever heard of the blue zones, there are areas around the world where people tend to have super healthy lifestyles and they live well into their 100s. And diet diversity is one of the things that many people in these, in many blue zones, you know, stand by. But in general, diet diversity is for better gut health. And I'm sure that gut health good gut health, healthy gut health may have contribute or may contribute to longevity. It's just a theory. All right. Here's another hack. Add black cumin seed twice per week to your food. And there is a study actually that showed that people who did add black cumin seed that spiced twice a week to their food daily for like six to eight weeks 
That study showed a reduced weight circumference after eight weeks. Interesting. Another hack, intermittent fasting, well known. Here's another one, drinking matcha green tea. Now, green tea, as we mentioned, may be quite helpful. But drinking matcha green tea allegedly is even better because matcha green tea is more potent than regular green tea. Okay, next hack. More exposure to bright light during the day. What this leads to is increased physical activity and better mood, and that increased physical activity and better mood may help you to lose weight. The increased activity is clear, will help you to lose weight slowly, progressively, and steadily. And the better mood, if you shift your mindset, then I'm sure that's going to help your perspective on how you look and how you feel. Another hack. You can stimulate your metabolism by eating berries. I'm not so sure about that, folks. Again, I'm just telling you what I've read. Stimulate your metabolism by eating berries. But <laughs> Okay, here's another reason why I'm not so sure about that. Okay, another Dr. Shirley story. Um, years ago when I got married, I went and, you know, got the dress and some adjustments needed to be made to the dress and to my body to appropriately fit into that dress that I wanted to wear. So I thought, okay, I will just, hello, reduce calories and keep exercising. So my input will be less than my output and that should help. The sales associate who was selling me that dress told me, oh, just eat berries, just eat blueberries until you get, you know, until your day comes. And I thought, this is madness. I'm not going to lie to you. I did it. I could only last literally, like I ate regular food, but many times when I wanted to snack, I didn't snack. And on top of the caloric restriction, I certainly ate a lot of berries. I do recall, I may have even replaced one or two meals with a whole bucket of berries. Did I lose the weight? Yes, I did. Did that dress fit fabulously? Yes, it did. did was I able to maintain the weight loss? No, I wasn't. <laughs> so I don't know if I really stimulated my metabolism or it was just, a, you know, another form of starvation. All right. Here's one that I think is very, here's a hack that I actually think is very interesting. Very, very interesting. Increase your NEAT, N-E-A-T, capital N-E-A-T. Increase your NEAT, which stands for non-exercise activity thermogenesis. NEAT. According to the NIH, NEAT is, quote, that portion of daily energy expenditure resulting from spontaneous physical activity that is not specifically or specially the result of voluntary exercise, end quote. So in other words, your NEAT is that portion of your daily energy expenditure that results from your usual activities, such as getting up to answer the door uh, covering a minimum of 7,000 steps per day. And I believe 7K is the magic number. I know everyone's talking about 10,000 steps, but that's probably for, you know, those of us who slip a little bit. It's like, oh yeah, I got in seven. At least seven is it, right? So that's not so bad. That's pretty encouraging. Additionally, a National Library of Medicine paper by uh, Birkenfeld and, his, and other authors stated that, quote, low levels of physical activity combined with food intake in excess of daily energy expenditure over extended periods of time actually precede weight gain and promote increases in body fat, end quote. So what Birkenfeld et al. and authors are saying is that, okay, low levels of physical activity, 
in combination with increased food intake that is greater than what you are expending, so your in is greater than your out, okay, that's going to lead to some weight issues. And according to foodspring.co.uk, quote, moving more throughout your daily routine increases your need. Many small movements make a big difference in total. The percentage of calories per day burned through NEAT is different for everyone, but on average, it's between 15 and 30%. The higher your NEAT, the higher your total calorie needs, end quote. I think that's kind of cool. So if you are sitting on the couch and someone rings the bell and you're sitting with someone, rather than say, oh, you get it, or no, you get it. Just get up and get it. It's the, it's the rapidity or the spontaneity with which you are just like primed to do that physical activity, even though it's not exercise per se, is beneficial, right? So be excited to answer the door. <laughs> Maybe it's delivery, <laughs> your food delivery. <laughs> okay. Um, there's another web source, right? It adds uh, eight tips to burning calories in your daily routine. I also believe this is from foodspring.co.uk. So here's some eight tips to burning calories in your daily routine, how to increase your NEAT. Add exercise to your breaks. Walk or bike instead of driving or taking an Uber or taking a taxi. Take the stairs instead of taking the lift, but you have to take the stairs for 15 minutes, so you probably have to go up and down and up and down and up and down. Stand when you can, but mind your back, right? So be mindful of your back and your posture and your posture. So change positions if you have to, one leg to the other, whatever, but stand when you can. Walk while you wait instead of sitting. You're in a waiting room. Walk. People always offer you, would you like a seat? Okay, sure, you can take that seat. Take a load off for a minute, but get right back up. Walk around. Clean your house more. Wow, that's super helpful. Not only are you right, burning calories through your neat, but your house is clean. And when your house is clean, you detox your house. You are invite, you're telling the universe that you are inviting opportunities to come in. I believe in that. Here's another tip. While you're doing anything, many other things, a phone call, listening to the Forever Fab podcast, making tea or something like that, or coffee, walk. Another tip, add flaxseed to your diet three times a week. Actually, there was a study of postmenopausal women, and these women did add add flaxseed to their diet three times a week, and that study showed after 12 weeks that they had reduced body fat percentage. Brilliant. So overall, to wrap this up with a neat bow, recall my Fab Five Rules of Beauty because they apply to weight loss too or weight management. What are Dr. Shirley's Fab Five Rules of Beauty slash weight management slash fabness? Number one, good nutrition. It's the first rule of beauty. The second rule of beauty is adequate daily hydration. Number three, consistent, restful sleep. Number four, frequent and effective stress management. And number five, mind, body, and soul nourishment and protection. There you have it. The many ways to biohack for weight loss without prescription drugs. If you are on a weight loss or weight management journey, see your physician and consult with a nutritionist to rule out any metabolic disorders and to help determine the most effective, sustainable, and healthiest options for you. Everybody's different. 
What works for your friend may not work for you. What works for your brother or sister may not work for you, even though you share some of the same genes. So consult your physician. This concludes part two of the episode of 15 Minutes of Fab on the Forever Fab podcast. As always, stay beautiful and forever fabulous inside and out. As always, if you love this episode of the Forever Fab podcast, please share it and subscribe to the feed. Listen to past episodes or check out who's coming up next on foreverfabpodcast.com. If you enjoy listening to the Forever Fab podcast and you want more, get more audio and visuals with a membership through Patreon. Choose the gold, platinum, or diamond tier for premium added content, special co-hosts, lifestyle videos, branded merchandise, and maybe even private access to my clubhouse by visiting patreon.com slash forever fab. If you're a founder or you represent a beauty brand and you want to be featured on an episode of the forever fab podcast segment of 15 minutes of fab, send me some stuff, visit foreverfabpodcast.com and fill out the contact form. For general holistic beauty tips or to set up an appointment with me to discuss your personalized options for leveling up your beauty, visit elementsandgraces.com and sign up for my newsletter or just give us a call. And for an online e-consultation on time, anytime, and on your time, visit clicklift.com for your wellness, plastic surgery, beauty, and wellness questions on the go. That's click, C-L-I-C-K dash lift.com. It's time for the elevated house call. Jet Set Beauty Rx offers beauty on-call services near your home or other domicile, delivering beauty in the privacy of a medically equipped mobile aesthetics unit. Reserve your appointment at jetsetbeautyrx.com. Thank you for listening to this week's Forever Fab podcast episode. Until next time, stay beautiful and fabulous inside and out. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Forever Fab, the podcast on fashion, the art of living and all things beauty, curated by Dr. Shirley Madir, MD. Live beautifully and help make the world a more beautiful place.